Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers Rescue Bots podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. Go, go, Rescue Rangers. I'm David. And today we are continuing our journey through the second season of Rescue Bots with episode 44, Rescue I'm, Dog. Also, I'm pretty sure that's not how the Rescue Rangers opening song goes. I know it's not, because I couldn't actually think of it. I, I, I literally just thought, oh yeah, there was Rescue Rangers. There is a what thing the called Rescue song? Rangers. I don't remember. So, uh, so this, this was uh, written by frequent Rescue Bots writer Brian Holfield. Uh, last mm-hmm. scene writing, uh, What Lies Below. Ooh. It's part of the two-party with Mark Hamill. That's right. Uh, first aired June 21st, 2014, but, uh, you know, it almost seems like a lost episode of uh, some other TV show that uh, some of you may be familiar with. Uh-oh. It's a there's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road. That's where I'll always be. Oh, yes. Every stop I make... I make a new friend Can't stay for long Just turn around I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on So I have to get that song And stick it in Um, What do you mean? I just sang it Traditional Canadian quality television That's right That was made at least twice And there's probably a couple TV movies The Littlest Hobo And yeah, you're right This episode is the Littlest Hobo episode Oh my god Oh wow I'm not that familiar with The Littlest Hobo Actually Now, uh, so it was No one in America is Alright, so the so it was a show. the The littlest hobo is a dog. It's it's a German Shepherd. Okay. It's, well, it's it's sort of a German. It's a weird German Shepherd mix. That's this bizarre color that a breeder came up with, and for the show, was it for the show or did it already? Exist? I'm not sure. Anyway. But but it's this odd color German Shepherd that doesn't look like any normal German Shepherd. It's sort of oh, I don't know how to describe it. Was this, it's more, this wasn't live action, was it? It was live action. It was an actual dog starring... Oh, my God. Um, starring, of course, a relative of well, mine. Well, a series of dogs. Yeah, uh, starring a relative of mine, London. Yes. London the uh, the dog. Well, London was the one in the second one, not the original no, one. No, London was the one in the first one. It was? Distant yes. cousin. Oh. Like, he was oh, wait, the primary London. Maybe they just called London. them all London, because yes. I thought London was the name of the... Exactly. Of the he was London the way there were a lot of lassies. But, so, so do you know that, yeah. like, old 70s uh, Incredible Hulk show? Yes. It was like that, that, but if David Banner was a German shepherd who was really good at, uh, like, saving people. I see. The goodest boy. That's, yes. that's pretty cool. So, like, a mashup of 70s Incredible Hulk and Lassie. Exactly. Yeah. But in Canada, and it, as far as I know, it never aired anywhere in America, but it's like this mythical thing that people share at like conventions of tapes of The Littlest Hobo. You must watch this bizarre <laughs> little show, which is The Incredible Hulk with a dog. He just doesn't hulk out, but he does do some crazy stunts sometimes. And once they tried to drown an entire bus full of children. Oh man, this sounds great. I like this show already. <laughs> And there, there's also an episode that theorizes that he's like a genetically engineered super dog. Yeah. Uh-huh. And th- there's an episode where, where it's like, like, if you've seen Quantum Leap and there's episodes in later seasons with like an evil leaper, there's like an evil hobo in one episode. It's at least one episode. So it's, he's like the car. <laughs> but I think it's like a wolf. Like Kit and Car. Yes. Yeah. 
But there's no David Hasselhoff. But there is an evil dog. Yes. Yeah. Possibly. Well, is the evil I think dog also a genetically engineered super dog? I, that's just the one episode. They don't actually confirm that it was. Okay. No. It's but, just, but but it's like an equal opposite in that episode <laughs> to the hobo. Interesting. But it featured like a bunch of can, like famous Canadians as guest stars. Yes. Some of whom like before they were famous. Yes. Like, <laughs> like a pre-fame Mike Myers is in it. <gasps> oh yeah, he's in. He's a minor character in one episode, but there's also like I think it's DeForest Kelly and some other Star DeForest Trek Kelly's, people in there. Uh, Michael Ironside, Leslie Nielsen. Oh man, Ooh, I didn't know about Nielsen. And I think this it's. Kind of in that not quite entirely a comedy guy Leslie Nielsen phase. Nice. Where he's still kind of a drama guy. Yes. Oh man. Okay, this sounds pretty amazing. Anyway, this episode. No, he was in the second series. Anyway, yes, this this episode, which yes, is effectively a little Dobo episode. Yes. And here I thought so I we, was going to have the biggest diversions on uh, on this episode <laughs> nope. in which I will have much to say about uh, animal rescue and how you should microchip your pets. So I guess straight off, this is a dog episode. I believe I am the only dog person among us. Well, current dog owner, I, yes. I, yes. I love all animals. Uh, I think my biggest mm. problem is that... Uh, all the dogs that I've really been closely associated with have been my parents' dogs, and my parents don't bother, like, disciplining them or teaching them to not <laughs> bark constantly when I am trying to sleep after an overnight shift. And so that sort of wore down my tolerance for dogs. But but I love dogs, just not as much as cats. I had a dog my entire life until college when she finally died. When she was almost twenty. Wow. <laughs> so yes, I've I've had one dog. Dogs, and it was a really good dog. Dogs. She was a mutt that was like maybe part German, part part something, and part mutt, and we never knew. Dogs scare me in the same way that like things that are programmed to be your friends scare me. Like, something should not be... Understandable. ...hardwired to be that dependent on humans, because humans are horrible. Humans don't deserve dogs. <laughs> well, yeah. So dogs so, scare uh, me, not because I am afraid of them, but because I am afraid for them. So, so Dave, you have the bizarro Rob experience because I grew up with a cat mm-hmm. who also died at an extremely elderly age when I was in university, mm-hmm. and then since then I've had dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, well, no, it was like because I had this dog my entire life, but I always kind of wanted a cat, mm-hmm. and then finally after dog died a few years, it's like I'm getting a cat. Cat time. So I did. So life has been a series of cats since then. Cat o'clock. So I have never starts... actually had my own dog. So, so we start with some exciting boat maintenance action. Yes. Oh, yes. Thrilling. Everybody is p- 
painting the, the family boat, the Darby Ava, and everybody is extremely bored. Yes. <laughs> yes. Co- or, uh, Cade uh, suggests that Heatwave uh, fill up his tanks with shellac so they can get this done quicker, and Heatwave is like, um, no. How about we fill up your dick with shellac? Okay, he doesn't say that. <laughs> that's kind of sort of like the the uh, in Prime where RC is like, do you know how to build a liver? Uh, so it's, it's that sort of like, no, that's a very bad idea. <laughs> and then and then comes the thing that is even worse than uh, than the human peril. It is dog peril. Oh man, no dog. Yeah, there's a dog who's wearing a leash. It's it's trapped uh, on, in some rocks, and the tide's coming in. So this dog is about to drown. Yes. Oh man, this is worse than people peril. Well, and also I believe it's Chase who says that that dog is trespassing. Yes. Yes. Well, could, he is. Is he though? Do we know like what the <laughs> the land rights of that particular little strip of rocks? <laughs> Well, it's next to a dock, so presumably yes. Okay. Is it public? And a dock being used for official rescue service business? I'm just saying maybe it's public land. But maybe so the dog they, is uh, so, so after some rigmarole, they do end up rescuing this dog. And, of course, Cody want, wants to know if they can keep him. <laughs> yes. <sighs> So, you know, there's the whole thing where there there was the period where in horror movies there would always be some convenient way to not mention cell phones or not have cell phones functioning. And I kind of feel like there's that element to let's just not acknowledge that microchips exist because that might negate the entire episode. Like, if all they did was just immediately take the dog to a shelter or to a vet or to, I mean, I know people who just have those scanners for rescue purposes uh, and see if the dog is chipped and then that would be it. The episode would be over. But no, they have to keep yes. having an episode. So we're going to pretend that microchipping pets is not a thing that exists. And that's okay. That's fine. But, you know, it's important to get your pets microchipped. Yes, definitely get your pet pets microchipped. Just in case they fall off a boat during a water rescue. Yes. And, uh, you know, Chief Burns is, you know, very reasonable about the whole thing. Because, you know, we can't, you know, I can't just let you keep him right away. But, you know, we will, we have to find out who owns this dog. Yes. And, you know, nobody know, nobody knows the dog. But the Griffin Rock Dog Show is, uh... Is coming soon. Danny does say that she has not seen that dog around the island, and Cade challenges her on whether she knows all the dogs on the island. Uh, I would say it's not that big an island, so probably. But she points out that she well, and I- Blades from high up see everything going on on the island, including Cade and Haley at the drive-thru or at the drive-in. <laughs> Uh, at which point, Cade acknowledges that okay, Danny can be an authority on the dogs of the island. Like I don't know what you're watching your brother do, uh, but it is not cool, Danny. He, she might have just seen something was happening and been like, "I'm making a note of this," and then pretend, and then like burning it out of my mind. The, the, just the windows were all fogged up. Uh. 
It was a, it was a real Titanic situation. Yeah. I was going to say this, but you better not be taking heat wave. He doesn't want to see that. I have to say that, that human sidekicks engaging in sexual activities inside their Transformer friends is definitely my least favorite thing to ever pop up in any kind of adult take on Transformers. Yeah, because the more, more you think about it, the creepier it gets. That was I mean, it the robots come... into it. It's like a poly relationship. That was something that came up in that weird. first really, really, really awful novel. Yes. Hardwired or whatever it was that was really horrible. Yes. And that was definitely one of the, the many strikes against it was that it, it had to go there. So... I, oh. I don't think it goes too far in those Bay movies, but B is definitely trying yeah. to get Shia LaBeouf laid. Yes. Yeah, he, he's... I mean, to be fair... Not necessarily inside of him, but... To be fair... On him is fine. In those movies, B probably doesn't quite understand the taboos and such around this kind of expression. It's probably just like... You know, your dog's humping something. It's like, maybe you think it's funny. I mean, and I guess a step beyond that is uh, Bumblebee's tender... Well, I guess we know that Bumblebee already had a tender, pseudo-romantic relationship with Haley Steinfeld a couple decades <laughs> earlier. There was well, yes, that. he should definitely know better. Well, okay. Maybe he just... He should also know not to publicly urinate on someone. Maybe he just likes shipping his adorable human friends. Oh, yeah, I he guess it's that. cute. Anyway, so this dog has no tags, but the Griffin Rock dog show is imminent. So yes. maybe it may, you know, it may be from there. Uh, I have a note, something, well, cause we watched these episodes weeks ago, and then we uh-huh. didn't record the episode, and time has passed. It's been almost a month. Yes. I rewatched the episode, but I didn't, like, look at my notes entirely. I have a, the, in quotes, the internet, it must be true. I have no idea what that's oh, about. that's when they're looking for, uh, they're looking for a, a name for this dog. Oh, yes, and the most Cody popular is... dog names on the internet are Max and Buddy. Yes. He read it, he heard it, he read it on the internet, so it must be true, Blade says, because um, Blades is very gullible. Why did I make a note about Yes, that? but instead, Cody is gonna go with Noble after, uh, the, the dog from his favorite show, Beast Machines. <laughs> I hadn't even thought of that. It's pretty great. Wow. But uh Chase notes that this appears to have caused a reaction in his rear appendage. Yes. Because the dog is wagging his tail. Uh, they, they, they quickly find out that he doesn't actually know any tricks. Hmm. He, he's and sitting around, and he's uh, staying and Boulder tells him to sit and stay and feels that this is an accomplishment. Because Boulder is a yes. good guy. <laughs> and also, they're running around with uh, these holographic lost dog posters. Yeah, they seem really oh, annoying. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. That's life in Griffin Rock, baby. Holograms everywhere. Yes. And also, we we, uh, we see Frankie, who, is, of course, has two dogs of her own, Edison and Aristotle. Well, I'll note that it's not just that the poster is holographic. It also has an audio component, which seems yes. like maybe something you don't want, like, on the corner beside your house when you're trying to sleep. 
And of course, these dogs have a trigger word that uh, that makes them do tricks, which just makes me think of that uh, Columbo episode where there are two extremely similar dogs who use a trigger word to kill. <laughs> just makes me oh. think of of the Winter Soldier. <laughs> Also, why? I mean, I know these dogs have appeared before, but again, why does she have such, like, large, aggressive-looking dogs? Well, they're just Dobermans. Admittedly, they're with clipped ears, so yes, that does make them look more menacing. Scary. Why why does she have such (laughs) scary dogs? I don't understand. Some people really like those dogs. I'm I'm not one of those people myself. But uh, they're fine dogs. Like clipping their their ears should not be pointy. They they're not naturally like that. Right. Well, unless unless he like bioengineered them to have those ears. Maybe. Okay, that is entirely. Maybe that was uh, Doc Green had a a big idea to like engineer dogs to have whatever their, like, breed traits were that you do. So, like, docked tails. Mm-hmm. They just He just yes. bred them to have, like, Manx cat tails so that they wouldn't have to endure the actual cutting but would still mm-hmm. be up to breed standards, and then he got bored of that and went off and did something else. Which, again, is more purebred animals bred to be like this, to be subservient. It's re- Dogs are weird. What, what did we do Mutts to are wolves? Good. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, like like the comic, one of the little memes that keeps popping up every once in a while. Cats talking to past cats. It's like, they used to worship us as gods. They still do. Yes. And the dogs are like, help me, I can't get on the couch by myself. And the wolf's like, what the fuck are you? <laughs> Listen, I, I I can't say too much about that with my dog who loves vegetables. Aww. <laughs> I'm I'm cutting up carrots. He's uh he's got his head pressed into my lap. Aww, he Aww. wants carrot. I'm I'm sorry, you former wolf. <laughs> well. Apologize to his ancestors. I I'm just I mean, if, against purebred dogs. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, this uh, we really messed up this carrot too. These didn't even used to be orange. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, that too. Yeah, the, was the original color was yellow and a tiny little thing. Corn is scary. <laughs> he also he also loves corn. Wild natural corn is not edible. At no. no. But what we've turned it into is a monster. Anyway, um. Anyway, anyway, so it is now time for, uh. For the Griffin Rock. Mm. When is it that Heat Wave is hating on the dog? I think it's around this time. And I think he he also mentions the, uh. Uh, how much he also didn't like that robot baby. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Oh, uh, wait, I have a quote. Um. Hey, Chase, did you know there are three things that I hate? Kids, animals, and women with attitude. Oh, wait, no, that's another Steve Bloom role. <laughs> it's a different Steve Bloom show. Yes. Was that uh, was that Wolverine? No, it's Cowboy Bebop. Oh, I've I've I have never seen that. Ah. Well, you can soon see the live action version, which should be interesting. That's what I hear. Well, maybe they'll put like the the original on Netflix as well. I'm pretty sure That'd the original nice. is on like Hulu or something. Maybe it's Funimation. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's around. We, we don't get Hulu in Canada. What? Well, it should be on Funimation and, and... How do you live? That's right. You get MODOK on Disney+. Plus. I think it's Funimation. That's oh, right. Yeah, so a bunch of the Hulu stuff is on Disney+. Plus. A bunch of it is on a different series... Uh, um, 
service called Crave, and then a bunch of it we just don't get, period. Oh, that's sad. Okay, well, uh, apparently it's on Hulu, Voodoo, whatever the hell that is, Tubi, and YouTube, although you gotta pay on YouTube. Well, hmm. you gotta, do you have to pay on Hulu? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Well, you have to pay for but Hulu. Tubi. I'm pretty sure Tubi is, oh, wait, is a, a uh, Tubi uh, is free. Yeah, it's like ad-supported. Yes. And in fact, uh, Bruce Willis is soon going to be in a Tubi original movie, which is... <laughs> that is definitely something Bruce Willis is going to do. Yeah. Tubi original movie. That's a sad place to be in your career. Yeah. It's all, uh, Cowboy Bebop is also on Amazon. You can get the DVDs for a reasonable price. I think price Tubi is where the seasons of like Transformers Prime that aren't on Netflix are. Yes, oh. but only in the U.S. Ah. Uh. Rights are weird, and I hate them. Yes, they are. Well, it's understandable that there are differences between different countries, but the difference between America and Canada being so vast is bizarre. Yes. <laughs> We're so freaking close together. We share everything except for French people in Montreal. <laughs> you can keep Otherwise, them. Otherwise, we're so similar. Well, you, you've got a bunch of extra French people who we kicked out and became Cajuns. Well, I guess there's well, that. Well, yeah. Louisiana. Anyway, so it is time for the uh, the Griffin Rock Dog Show. And uh, the, it, is, it is held in a big, uh, somewhat flammable tent on the beach. What? Uh, like, like, tents aren't normally flammable? I mean, I get. I'm. I'm definitely thinking of the uh, the Hartford Circus Fire here, which basically happens. Oh, yeah, it's uh, definitely. They, they called it the day the clowns cried. Oh, e. oh, that's not ideal. Oh. No, that's a movie nobody wants to it was, see. It, it was one of the worst uh, fire disasters in uh, uh, American history. Killed 167 people. That's not good. At least. Anyway, so uh, our our entrance. We have Cody with Noble. Uh, we have uh, the mayor's wife, Mrs. Huxley, who has brought her like, little Paris Hilton dog, Poopsie. Yes, just a little yippy rat dog. Hmm. Uh, we've got Priscilla Pinch, who has uh, Y Fido, the <laughs> robot dog. Wait, good name. I don't know why a robot dog is allowed in the contest, other than the fact that there's so few dogs on the island, apparently. It's rock, baby. I mean, this, Which, the, the number of entrants in this show definitely legitimizes Danny's assertion that she knows all the dogs on Griffin Rock. I mean, maybe they're just a bunch of dogs that aren't, like, any good at anything. Maybe. That's like awesome. you know, I've got I've got I've got a nice dog. I'm not entering him in a dog show. Yeah. Yes, but when you consider the next entrant, well, yes, because the next entrant is Mrs. Nederlander and uh, Mr. Pettipaws, who, as you will recall, is a cat. <laughs> yes. Between this and Mrs. Nederlander just inviting herself on that hiking trip, I just I like her a lot. <laughs> I like she just goes to she just. Presumably is re- well. Didn't she have a, a B and B in one episode? Yes. Because I was yeah. gonna say she's retired, but I guess she's not totally retired. But she's got enough free time that she's just going to go do whatever people on the island are doing, whether yeah. it is appropriate to do so or not. 
Yeah, when when she doesn't need to be at the front desk at the B and B, she's out trolling the island. Yes, I love her. She's increasingly my favorite character. And of course, this is hosted by uh, by Huxley Prescott. Yes, of course. I guess he's uh, he finished with Crayfish Week, so yes, he. Well, and the mayor was presumably busy today. Well, and he cannot judge because his his wife is there. I mean, not that that would stop him, but yes, he must be busy with actual mayoring. (laughs) Yes. So, yeah, apparently, uh, uh, so yeah, you know, there are a bunch of tricks um, that these dogs do. The, of course, Noble does not actually do anything. Uh, Mr. Pettipaws is going to jump through a flaming hoop. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Which sadly we do not see, and instead it ignites a catastrophe. Or, or as Huxley Prescott theorizes, we don't know if the cat is going to jump through or Mrs. Niederlander is. Yes. <laughs> but the, 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 the flaming hoop falls over due to errant ball, and yes, the, the tent goes up. Yes. Or, or, as we like to say, fire, the untamed element, oldest of man's mysteries, giver of warmth, destroyer of forests. Right now, this tent is on fire. <laughs> nice, nice, nice Gremlins 2 reference. Yes. One of these days we're going to review it, but uh, we're well, we'll, we'll review it. But then, uh, of course, our podcast will be interrupted halfway through by Gremlins, at which point uh, they will have to be rescued by uh, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> oh my God, we are going to have to do that if we do review that episode. Got to figure out a way to interrupt the episode. Uh, Shit! Okay, well, just just, do, just like a record scratch noise or something, and then one of us will have to do a bad Hulk Hogan expre- impression, which probably means me. <laughs> well, I guess. Or um, we could do the... the v- well, no, the VHS one is different, because it, it just cuts through a bunch of different movies. Mm. Anyway, so, uh, you know, everybody is rescued, with the exception of Poopsie, this tiny dog. <gasps> yip, yip, yip. And they, they, they mention the word rescue... Noble runs back into this inferno and rescues this tiny dog. Because his trigger word is rescue. Making him the titular rescue dog. Yay! Title drop, kind of. See, it, see, it is a, uh, it is a double meaning because he is a dog who rescues people, but also they rescued him, so he is a rescue dog. Yes. Uh, Very clever. Just like a, like a retired greyhound or something. Oh, I, I guess I'll put away my all Paw Patrols are bastards sign. <laughs> well, the, I mean, they're, yeah, anyway. <laughs> so pretty soon, he is rescuing people left and right. There is a runaway, uh, there's a boy in, like, a runaway uh, wagon. Hmm. And uh, then also uh, the Hamburglar. <laughs> I love that he's wearing a, a black and white striped shirt. He, he he is wearing a black and white striped shirt. He's wearing a domino mask, and he's carrying around a a sack with dollar signs on it. <laughs> is this the first real criminal on the island who's not a super criminal or well, a weird druid? Well, unless you count the guy who's always speeding, then yes. Well, that, that, that's petty. Crime. I kind that's of feel like this guy is just like not real, but just like. <laughs> <laughs> like someone, we were shooting like a movie or something? Like someone or hired a, him. A McDonald's commercial? Someone hired him to do this to like make Chase feel better or something. <laughs> I was Chase thinking somebody hired this guy. 
I was thinking more of the line, long lines of very elaborate male prostitution. Maybe. That too. Like, like oh no, he's, he's stolen from the bank. <laughs> well, but then, then then a sexy cop would arrive and, yes. and wait. Oh no, that's the problem. That that, that guy's car broke down. So instead, <laughs> this guy just got arrested by a dog. Yeah. Oh, that's so embarrassing. I'm like, why does he have all these condoms in this bag? <laughs> Hello, real cops. <laughs> Fancy meeting you here. Uh, and and unlike Chewbacca, he gets a medal from the mayor. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, there nobody has been able to find him. We have he did not have his tags, and microchips do not somehow do not exist in the the high tech town of of uh, Griffin Rock. So well, the chief says, "Yeah, you can keep him." Yeah, they're like, "Well, I guess he's your dog now." Though, yep. like, I feel like this kind of, uh, this level of training was probably extremely expensive for somebody to, to have done. So, like, this dog has been to classes. This dog I has mean, I guess the- been through, like, intensive training. I mean, I guess what we will say, you know, we probably can't say this because this is a kid's show, but they found this dog sort of washed up. It's entirely possible the owner didn't wash up. Yes. That was actually, well, honestly, something that I was thinking the first time through watching it. I was like, so is he, like, shipwrecked? But no. But, but nobody, nobody can own the hobo. The hobo rides the rails forever. <laughs> no. uh, so, also, once again... Also, you do get... As as I like to call out, you do uh, you do get some power up and energize from Heat Wave because you gotta sell those toy add-ons. Oh yes, toy upgrades. And of course, once again, the tomb, the town is about to be doomed by another runaway truck. Yes, <laughs> because they really need to get some of those. Like, if you've driven through the Appalachian Mountains, they have these uh, runaway truck ramps that are just like. Mm off oh, yeah. the side of the road and they go a little bit uphill and just have like a bunch of loose gravel that you know you drive your truck up onto if your brakes aren't oh, working yeah, I feel like Griffin Rock needs those yeah even in Jersey and Pennsylvania there are those somewhere <laughs> I mean I'm thinking what Griffin Rock really needs is like a Midas mm-hmm. people's brakes are constantly going out yeah mm. they need some like proper mechanics maybe, apparently. Maybe a Midas, a, a Mr. Goodwrench. Pet Boys. Pet Boys. Pet pet, boys. Uh, absolutely a Pet Boys. Uh, what was that one that did the I'm not going to pay a lot for this muffler oh, commercial? Was that Pet Boys? No. I don't remember though. Oh. Wow. My poor brain. Uh, that's one of those annoying commercials that gets stuck in your head but you can't remember what the hell it was for. Which, uh, that is Meineke. Meineke. That's oh. right. Uh, that would be why, because I haven't heard that. Which before. is really doing a bad job if you can't associate the thing stuck in your head with the actual brand. Well, yeah. it's a weird name, and it's not in the, the saying. Yes. So, luckily, uh, Doc Green is able to use the collision foam cannon to uh, to stop this thing. They are getting oh, sorry, the, a uh, lot of use out of that cannon. Yes. 
Sorry, it is Doc Green's can, but he does not personally use it here. Right, Heat Wave <laughs> uses it. But one of the wheels does break off, and it smashes this uh, newsstand. And on the newsstand, front page news, this guy lost a dog. Because <laughs> apparently, was it Coast City? Which I would pick on, but I'm in the the D.C. area where there is an ocean city as a major tourist destination, so I guess I can't really talk, but... uh Well, I mean, Coast City is famously from the D.C. area, because that's where Green Lantern lives. Oh. Yeah, but isn't that, isn't that supposed to be, like, around San Francisco or something? Uh, isn't it a West Coast thing? I mean, I guess it's I on it's a coast of some sort. Yes, apparently it's in California. Basically, uh, famously blown up uh, by Mongol, which made uh, Hal Jordan go crazy. Oh, that city. as tends to happen. Yes, which is why Hal but, Jordan uh, is the apparently worst. Apparently, this coast city has a news cycle like a local Facebook group because this was front page news. Uh, other other headlines, of course, youth jailed. <laughs> <laughs> Martin McFly Jr. arrested for theft. Oh no! <laughs> and of course, Emmett Brown committed crackpot in- inventor declared legally insane. That's front page news. Yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that yes, he is. He's his name. His real name is Buster, and he's owned by Captain Duncan of the Coast City Fire Department. Ooh. So he's like. Chief Burns's onshore counterpart, kind of. They, they, there is a certain similarity there. Uh, the, Captain uh, Duncan definitely has more of a more of a rolly fingers mustache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, unfortunately, but yet again, it's reusing it's reusing two dog names in this episode. <laughs> And unfortunately, they cannot return him because he's gone. And it seems that because uh, because Priscilla was so impressed with him during the uh, the dog show uh, during the dog show, she has straight up stolen him. <laughs> she just saw him running around. People had their backs turned, and yoink. Much like Tracy Jordan, that's right, she steals dogs. <laughs> and and uh, so they, they track her down to Pinch Square, which is being constructed with, of course, her mother's money. Of course. They, uh, you know, they, you know, the dog is in the car. They, uh, they're going to rescue him, but then she switches Y Fido to kill mode. I really love... That why Fido just makes sounds like a very processed growl. Yes. Oh yeah, it's somebody. <laughs> he doesn't growl. Actor. It's someone saying growl and then being like sound oh, wave processed. There's some voice actor for that. I didn't see one in the credits. Snarl. Well, according to Wikipedia or the TF Wiki, D. Bradley Baker. Oh well, there nice. you go. The uh, that guy's in everything. Yes, the Frank Welker of a modern era. <laughs> was he anything else in the show, or was he just That's a good, in the I, episode I, to I, to do Y Fido? I love Y Fido. Gotta be somewhere else. Uh, 
No oh, looks like he, he, and he, Wi-Fi. He, no, he's all the dogs all the in this dogs. episode. Nice. And only this episode. <sighs> yes. I love it. That he, is strange. He, he turns up in robots in disguise a couple of times. Uh, but he is, yeah, he's he's all the clone troopers in those Star Wars cartoons. Yes. Hmm. Uh, he was the voice of Olmec on Legends of the Hidden Temple. Ooh. Oh. Oh, he's been he around. Say, he, I was he, he voices in a, animals in a bunch of cartoons that he I was, can't remember. Wasn't he Appa in Avatar? Oh, oh, yes, he's an avatar. That's why he's Appa and Momo, I think. Wait, is that the name of the? Is lemur? that an animal of some sort? Yes, it's the, it's lemur, the sky okay, bison monkey thing. Oh, Appa's the sky bison. Yes. Uh, Was it he in Brave and the Bold? I feel he must have been. I mean, I think everybody was, was on Brave and the Bold. Let's see. Aquaman? No, no, that's John DiMaggio. Okay, that's DiMaggio. Wait, I'm pretty sure he was on. Fancy, so many various characters. Oh, Momo was the wing <laughs> lemur. Okay. Oh, he was uh, he was the Clock King. Uh, he was, of course, Ace the Bat Hound, and he was oh. also Etrigan. Uh huh. Okay. Oh, I'm, I, I was just it. confusing him with Diedrich Bader. Oh, because their yeah, names was, are very similar. Batman. Yes. Yeah. Who was, you know, Batman in Brave and the Bold. But no. Right. D. Bradley Baker is someone different. And he's also going to be on that upcoming uh, Star Trek Prodigy. Ooh. Oh. Uh, he's also, and yeah, he's going to turn up a couple times in uh, Transformers Robots in Disguise. So we, will, we have not seen the last of D. Bradley Baker. No. Yay! Anyway, uh, th- this robot dog... Whose uh, controller breaks and he gets stuck on angry mode ends up causing a, a Rube Goldberg chaos in this construction site. I was going to say this turns into a Final Destination movie. <laughs> Almost, <laughs> yes. It it gets out. Uh, of hand. Tony Todd is going to show up and tell them not to do this. Yes. Well, but first we have to say his name five times. <laughs> Listen, that. That robot dog is a Mac Daddy you do not want to mess with. <laughs> uh, uh, Candyman is a movie I want to see, but I'm not going to go to the theater to see it. It's a good movie. Strong recommend for me. I don't like it as much as the original, but it's still good. Hmm. But it, it's got also got some body horror that might squick me out. It's got some very gross body horror. Yeah. I, I can wait for home Sounds video. Sounds like a rental. Yeah. Okay. It's a horror movie. Of course it is. So, in, indeed, uh, Priscilla ends up entrapped in her own uh, Final Destination scenario. Hmm. And uh, But it is, of course, the dog that rescues her, despite her, uh, her dog-stealing ways. Despite her being terrible, the dog, because people do not deserve dogs, still willing <laughs> to rescue her. So, so yeah, everybody's rescued. She says that she's going to sue the Y Fido company into non-existence. No, she's going to have her mom buy the company and then put it out of business. Yes. So, yeah, Captain Duncan comes to pick up his dog, uh, and he he does look like Earth 2 Chief Burns. (laughs) Yes. There's an actor who he looks like who I cannot place. Hmm. But anyway. Um, it is a character design kind of thing. He does look like hmm. he should be standing outside of a lighthouse, though. Well, yes. Or he should be playing Dr. Watson. Yeah. 
anyway, uh, you know, he gets a he gets a fond farewell from uh, from all the bots. Uh, I believe it's Chase who says, "May all your true toys be satisfying." Yes. <laughs> and then when he's sad, or I believe it's, it's Blades who says, "If I had a tail, it would not be wagging." Yes. Because sad. Because yeah. he's sad. <laughs> Uh, and that is the episode. This this was a pretty good one. Uh, much like uh, Noble slash Buster, it, this episode is a good boy. Yes. Yeah. It, it's a very pro-dog episode. Well, yes. <laughs> but uh, anti-robot dog. Yeah, hmm. it, it Those is. Those things will turn on you. Yeah. You, you gotta watch out. They're not, they're not safe. He's a good little mutt. He, he, he's almost the littlest hobo, but not quite, since he has an owner and the hobo cannot be owned by anyone. No, of course. He's, he's like the wind, baby. Yeah. All right. So I believe that now brings us to David's Tokusatsu Corner. Yes. This week on Gosei Sentai Die Ranger, The Secret of Yako Chan. The Secret of what now? Byako uh, um, being, uh, well, the White Ranger. And the sword, but also the, um, well, Chinese mythological direction beast of, wait, which one was it? It was West, I think? Because there's the white tiger, there's the blue dragon, the red phoenix, and the black warrior, which is a giant turtle with an extra head coming out of its tail. Okay. Usually. But, but Biako, the white lion, who's the white ranger in this episode. <gasps> The White Lion! Yes. Oh, and his talking sword. Yes, the talking white sword. White tiger one. swordy thing. I mean, yes. I probably met, I probably mentioned this the last time mm. we talked about the White Ranger, but, uh, as, as a youth, when he was introduced into the, uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, people absolutely lost their shit. Yes. It was huge. It's a really good design. It is. Aside from the fact that he's called the White Ranger, which well, is unfortunate. Yeah. But. Well, as long as he's not the White Power Ranger. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean... Drop the middle part, and I guess it's they, If it was not in the context of everybody being a color. Because there was also a Black Power Ranger, so, you know. And uh, somewhat unfortunately, they made him African-American. Yes. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. problems with other... <laughs> They tried. Which they're, they've gotten much better at than, oh, let's cast the black actor as the black ranger, and, and the Asian actress is the yellow ranger. Let's not do that again. Oh, we have to fire them because they were asking for more money. Let's swap the races around. Oh, they, they didn't get fired. They were just going to a peace conference that they never returned from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Much like uh, yeah. Russell's mom. <laughs> Yeah. Well, they, they got better eventually. The Green Ranger became the White Ranger, and then ra- late, late, later became a Red Ranger, and then they gave him a Native American background. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Does the actor have a Native American background? No, I don't think so. Oh, no. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Tokusatsu. Anyway, this episode, okay. The, the White Ranger, the Kiba Ranger, is... um. Well, the sword is called Byako. The, the, the White Ranger is called Kiba. I guess that means... Ty- no, it doesn't mean... Ky- whatever. Anyway. He's showing off by doing all kinds of tricks. Skateboarding on top of a moving truck. And uh, lifting girls' skirts with wind power. Uh-huh. Uh, 
So, so it's like the movie Zapped. Kinda, because it's a small child who turns into an adult body with superpowers and oh, no. just messing around. And the canceled uh, ranger. Anyway, Ko, the, the the kid who's the White Ranger, moves into the Pink Ranger's apartment because he got he stole her key last episode, and he now he's just living there. And the people he was living with, who I guess were his adopted parents, but he wasn't really adopted, because he says, his mom's still alive, but she's missing, presumed dead. So he's living in the crawl space above the Pink Ranger's apartment, and his foster parents are helping him move in. uh, What? Yeah, sure. Living with the Pink Ranger. That's fine. Kind of against her will. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It won't be creepy at all. Nothing creepy will occur. Anyway, the, the 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 rangers over here that his mom is missing, so they end up prank calling him as his mother to get him to leave the apartment. <laughs> so while the kid is a, while the kid is a jerk, they're being assholes by ha ha your your mom's missing. We're gonna trick you with her to get out of the pl- what the hell? That's people? not very heroic. No. Oh, and, and, and meanwhile, the monsters, like the the neck or necklace, earring, and and ring monsters, are out trying to find a child with a tiger tattoo or tiger mark on his arm because Ko's mother, when he was little, branded him with a tiger mark on his arm. Why? So it's easier for the bad guys to find him, I guess. Sure. Yeah, yeah that's important. Whatever. So, so they're out causing havoc. And, uh, Ko has a crush on Pink, and he's living in her crawl space. As you do. It, it ends up a monster fight because they show up because they're trying to find the kid and causing havoc, and the rangers show up. And the sword is, the sword, Biako is trying to tell Ko, transform and kick those monsters' ass, but he's like, no, this shit's scary! But it's like, you're a power ranger, get out there and kick some ass! Go do ranger things. So the sword talks for him when he does eventually change. And Oh, Cole also has a run-in with the kid who's the son of one of the bad guys who's in charge of trying to find the sixth ranger. If he's the son of one of the bad guys, is he really, like, emo and dramatic looking? Because that seems to be a thing. Uh, (laughs) Let me see if I can find a picture of him. Uh, Why can't I find Okay. The hell's his name is the problem. I don't remember. I just remember Evil Kid. Akomaro. There we go. There we go. He does kind of look like a little shit with it, with his little outfit with giant buttons on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, because his dad and the other bad guys in that trio look like Cenobites, leather daddies and stuff. So he's the junior version. He's just got big buttons. Anyway, where was I? Oh, monster fight and stuff. And, oh, there's another text thing. It's like, Kiba Ranger versus Lady Earring. As they have a solo fight. And Kiba, Ko, the White Ranger, ends up grabbing the monster's boob. She slaps him for that. As (sighs) is deserved. As, As last episode, he grabbed the Pink Ranger's boob. Oh, dear. But he does apologize for grabbing her boob. Well, I guess that's something. That's nice. 
but he does defeat her with Howling New Star Shattering Echo, which is a power he has where he, like, summons a glam rock band. Oh, man. Like, heavy metal hair band who sing really I didn't know this was JoJo. It is kind of JoJo. Like, well, they're just in this black room scene thing. Like, they're not in the rock quarry, which would have been cooler, Aww. but probably harder to film. I guess. But somehow that helps him defeat her. It's it's very Calls weird. Calls upon the power of some distant rock band. Well, As also he has a talking sword who can do the sword fighting for him. Well, so okay. that does help. Anyway, he defeats the monster. So, oh, and there were... Th- that... Earring monster had found out. Oh, he's the the White Ranger, which they were looking for, and was, and the other two sisters drag her corpse back as she's dying to the little punk kid, the little evil kid, and and she, as she dies trying to say the child you're looking for is. Uh. <laughs> oh, I hate it when that happens. I bet the little evil kid figures it out because oh wait, I saw this little guy near the rock quarry. Fuck, it was him. I bet she dro- <laughs> she dies really dramatically too, like. Uh, yeah, because her, her two sisters are holding her up, just dying in her last words. That's uh. my favorite part of Battle Royale. So <laughs> everyone dies uh. like they're stage actors. Like uh, like Marion Cotillard in uh, The Dark Knight Rises. Yes. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, after the battle, the Pink Ranger says... Oh, you can live in my house if you don't touch my boobs anymore. And the co says, yeah, okay. But uh, he he never promised anything about flipping her skirt, which he does. Uh, <sighs> well, he's canceled. Yes. Well, uh, but the Rangers like they faked his dead mom call. Like they're not great. Like we managed to get rid of creepy grandpa who married like a twenty year old. But instead, we have this this child. Uh, for the first real. Stays with the entire show. Sixth Ranger. Not great. Not great. <laughs> Not a great introduction anyway. No. Not very likable. Because like the the Green Ranger from Zoo Ranger the year before was kind of the first Sixth Ranger. Although there were some characters before, but they were usually only like one episode characters. But the Green Ranger was there for a dozen or so episodes, but he was just missing most of the time. White Ranger, Kiba is throughout, like, pretty much the rest of the show. So he's the first real Sixth Ranger, but he's a child. (laughs) Which, like, I can get the concept of having a child as a Ranger. Like, oh, he's like the audience stand-in, which, to be honest, most shows don't even need. I mean, children can imagine themselves growing up to be the characters. They don't need a small child who's annoying, who mostly annoys the shit out of the children. Uh, well, they tried this on Power Rangers, and everybody hated it then. Yes, which they tried years later with a different character. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody likes your kid like, character. I don't think that was as... I don't think he was an annoying little shit. Well, I mean, I don't think he was, you know, a weird pervert, but... No. <laughs> I I think he was. he's generally considered to be uh, a real cousin Oliver. Yeah. 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 Where is this character? Oh, is it, maybe he'll get better. I hope, because please less skirt flipping and boob touching. Don't, <laughs> don't make that his character, because... Do a super incredibly melodramatic accidental boob touching like Evangelion. Uh, 
No. <laughs> All right. Put some character so. into it. <laughs> so that brings <laughs> us to uh that brings us to the end of the episode. Until we'll be back next week with more robot action. But until then, you can find us all over the internet. We are on Twitter, we're on Facebook, and we have a Patreon. Yes, we are hosted on IaconUnderground.net, where we have a Patreon set up to help with hosting and other expenses. That is Patreon.com/slash IaconUnderground. Uh, this month, it's my birthday. Uh, and I am very, very excited. I feel like the the fandom, the fan community as a whole, owes me the birthday present of getting Victory Saber made. Uh, so we are going to be watching uh, the episode of Transformers Victory in which the Victory Saber himself first combines uh, the indestructible combination as the Omnidub has it. Uh, and of course watching the Omnidub, which is always a delight. Uh, so yeah, that's what we'll be doing this month. Next month we'll be doing something spooky. Uh, previous months we have done all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, so yeah, check that out at patreon.com slash underground for as little as a dollar a month. You can get access to all of our monthly specials. Hey, so if you've missed them, go back and watch our, la- our um, <laughs> Dinazenon episode from two weeks ago. And we also had a, a filler episode of me and Rob watching Godzilla vs. Megalon that we recorded a couple months ago as a, a filler episode and now we've had to use it yeah because scheduling I've got so many uh, I've got so many foster cats at this point that I choose to lose count because if I actually kept the number in my awareness I would panic uh, well they go in and out every once in a while I mean, they get adopted the current number is large we're gonna be well it I just had a, a pregnant mama come into care and immediately give birth so that like close to doubled my count uh, and they're very cute and very tiny little babies and one of them is getting eyes the eyeball fairy came uh, so yeah I've I've been busy dealing with all that so we had a filler episode but yeah exciting fun stuff yes episodes so please, episodes are good so, so join us next week when uh an old villain returns in ch-ch-ch-changes <gasps> turn and face the strange everybody is it dr morocco it is dr morocco mm. oh i spoil it sorry uh are we, are we signing off yeah I, I just signed off yes and Jan, Jan? Did we, fuck, did we lose Jan? Do you want me to oh, do it there. again? No. You, you lost Jen and that Jen suddenly decided it was time to look on Amazon for Gal Gygar merchandise. Oh. Okay. And I'm David. Okay. <laughs> Good night. Well, there's this cute, is this a model kit or, or what? It's cute. It's tiny. Okay. Stopping the thing. Okay. My power stays on, although it hasn't had problems. But there's a tree on my property they got to deal with that came down. Well, it's not. See if somebody comes and. 
physically cuts your internet cable again. <sighs> That's still weird. But I haven't had issues since. Good. Yeah, so, hope. so everything should be fine. Yeah, so, so barring another Binghamton internet massacre, yes. uh, I think you're good. Or a normal power outage. Yeah, I should, oh, I haven't checked my internet speed in a while. See Are if they start? capped it yet. I can do that. I, I think maybe they sort of did or capped my upload, but the rest of it, last time I checked, it was still pretty good. Um, oh, God. Hi, Lily. What you doing, Lily? You need pets? All right, so just let me know when to start the introductions. Any old time. Okay. 